With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Trot's Life with Toby McKinnon. Welcome back to Trot's Life. We are in our Taz Racing segment and the two meetings to look at over the weekend. Bernie kicks off on Friday. Uh, first race at 6.30. Plenty of stand starts here. My man Mark Yole is a genius from the stand start. And I think, Jamie, I've started a stylish trend. Yeah, you know, you probably have, mate, you know, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of interesting, but like I'll, I'll mention too, mate, he, nobody drives the Burnie track better, the short, you know, it's only a small track, and and as you mentioned, Mark can get him away from the tapes, and um, that's why he does so well up there, and um, we have started off with a stylish trend, he's an old veteran, I think he's had 200, over 260, 270 starts, but he loves the tapes, and Mark will just be open to get him to step, holding him to the outside, and from there, mate, I reckon he'll get the job done. And, you know, they'll put up three fifty-four dollars early. Wherever he starts, that sort of price, I don't know, especially with your push for Mark as his driver, mate. All the <laughs> listeners out there might jump on. Um, yeah, so he looks very hard to beat, Toby. Um, well, there's no clear standouts, to be honest. I couldn't make anything a best bet, but there's three plays that I like, at, you know, at, like, um, semi-each-way odds on, on the night. The next one comes up Roadrunner. He could get into very short odds just because the draw under my... Yeah, here's my favourite cartoon, mate. I'm still waiting for poor old Wiley Coyote to catch him. Um, he'll lead. He should lead. And he will he should win. But, you know, they're probably going to put up bloody odds on, mate. And there's no way I could take odds on about him, to be honest. But that's just the way things are at Bernie when you're in front. Then we'll go across to race eight, number three, Dapper. Model of consistency. <laughs> you bloody idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he deserves to win another race. He should settle close enough, and from there, I reckon he can he can get over the top of him late. And he looks a really good gambler in the last. We'll go with Quaddy. First leg one six nine. Second leg one two three eight nine ten. Third leg one and two. Last leg three. Eighteen dollar flexi for fifty percent of the dividend, mate. Don't want to chuck the ten in the first leg here, Quaddy. There. No, nah, well, I'm going to go. Sm- no, I'm going to go small. Out, drawn outside the back, it's pretty hard to make ground up at Bernie, mate. So um, he'll need to he'll need to weave his magic wand, Mark. He's known as Little Harry Potter over here, so he'll need to <laughs> wave his magic wand. And if he can, mate, you never know. He might be able to seal the destiny. <laughs> he just might. Uh, Hobart on uh, Saturday night. Uh, where do you kick off there? Race one again, six. Charmed for a reason. Clayton Miller, Ricky Duggan. Yeah, he got the job done last week for us. Um, I've liked this horse a fair bit of late, and even though he, Ricky pushed her into a nice spot, then the horse just laid in and hung out or, or whatever it done, and it went rough for about 15, 20 metres and lost a bit of ground, but still was able to come three wide. Round the roll was up and for a very good win. This is a bit tougher, but the small field suits, and just with natural improvement, he looks a really good, or might be a she, she looks a really good gamble in the first. Then we go over to race eight, number five, better and more. Racing in a rich vein of form. Just 
you know, just very versatile, can run the gate and do a little bit of work early, then use a sprint lane. Whatever way, I just think, you know, she's better than him and she'll be winning the last at around the 250 mark. The value plays. Um, <coughs> race five is the first seat of the time-honoured Tasmanian Pacing Cup. Tasmanian Cup. This is a cracking race. Um, got some really good horses in it. But Harjeet, you know, stands alone. He resumed the other week. Um, and it weren't for him breaking a bit of gear halfway around the... Or when he straightened up, he would have won the race. But he's primed. He's off 30 metres. Trained by the Rattrays. He's a really good horse. And I reckon he can overcome it, Toby. And as long as they put up $4, 450 you don't want to be taking short odds about a horse in a capacity field from 30 metre back mark. Then we go across to race six, number 10. He's Apples. He just seems to save his best for the Hobart track. He should get a good run through. And I reckon he be very hard to beat around the $4 mark as well. And then we'll go a couple of odds. Race four, number seven, what about Spanger? Never runs a bad race, just needs a little bit, bit of luck from out seven. But they'll go back up on the pegs and if the gap's open up, don't be surprised to see him hitting the line strongly. And we'll go Simulan Beach. As you know, he's a horse that I've got a of sharing. Yeah. Um, he resumed in the Hobart Pacing Cup heat, um, which is a pretty big ask, but... Um, He's got the front line, and that could be a big asset to him, especially if he's able to ping away. And if he happened to lob on top, even though he hasn't got race fitness, I reckon he could give a bit of cheek at double-figure odds. Yeah, and it, do you know where I can get 14 to 1 for the raconteur in that? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Wow. I'm not allowed to bet, but... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big rising class, mate. Like, oh, I don't someone know, said to me, what, what, what odds do you think... If you have a look at the horses that's been racing against in Melbourne, so the horses here, I just can't, I just can't have it at short odds, and it's very strange to have Emma Stewart <laughs> runner at double figure odds. But you know the stand start and all that, but no, nah, it's just an open race. Won't shock me to see if he wins it, but um, I couldn't back it at anything in single feet, in single digits. Put it that way. Okay, quaddies. Uh, first leg: four, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Second leg, 3, 8, 10, 11, 13. Third leg, 9. Last leg, 5. 200, no, 200% will cost you $50. And we'll just have a saver in the last leg. We'll chuck number 4 in way better because I reckon he can, she can bully his way to the top and from there we'll give plenty of cheek and $25 gives us 100% of the dividend, mate. Very good. Let's get to a break. We'll get hold of Rowan Hill here and we'll come back the other side. <laughs> 